In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey does a shampoo! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello, welcome to this bonus episode of Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. Um, and so today we're going to do something a little different because um, all this F-Factor stuff is rolling. <laughs> and um, instead of doing a Dear DST this week, we promise we're going to continue doing them every week. But we felt like we needed to keep talking about what's been going on, especially because we've had both Tanya and Emily on our podcast prior to all of this happening. Um, and we like a lot of people after the episode that I interviewed Tanya on, like had a lot of questions, like felt weird about it. Um, especially in the die stars from our Facebook group, um, and from my DMS and just talking to people and like Sammy listening. And I remember I also like felt weird about it (laughs) because I asked Sammy to listen to it after. And I feel like we should just kind of just share our thoughts like out about what's going on outside of like interviewing Emily or Tanya, Kind of like I said in the at the end of the last episode, this has really affected me. Um, watching this go down has been on my mind a lot. There's a part of me that feels like it could have been me taking eating the powders. It could have been me. Um, they sent us the powders. The, right, right. <laughs> but okay, so at the time that she had she had sent them to us, like I'm not one to use protein powder. Sort of like Emily said, like. I feel like I also by that time was sort of transitioning into like a trying to diet less or less try like less new diets. Um, but I think that had I been, a, you know, in a different position, I could have been one of these people who experienced an inexplicable health problem. And I just feel what kind of baffles me is the lack of like responsibility or care that F factor seems to have for these people that are complaining of serious health problems that they do not have answers to and are scary if you're going through them. And the way that Tanya has just said, Oh, it's just an allergy to whey," or they're not doing the diet correctly, or they haven't read the book. I mean, even if that is the case, there's no way to prove one way or the other. But you would just think that as someone who puts products out into the world and then makes revenue from them, that you would be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'll look into that or let me fix that. Right. Like when she did the live, like I got excited. I I was watching. I was like, great. She's going to say like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry to all the people who feel really hurt by like our messages our marketing, the, anything I've said, or um, the products that have allegedly hurt you. Um, I really want to get down to it. Um, please email me. Here's my email. I will personally respond. Like, you have a responsibility of a founder of a health company 
quote unquote health company to, or a food product at all, just to, just to field real complaints that people feel are a result of whatever you're selling. But no, instead of that, she just went on like a, I'm being cyber bullied. <laughs> Which to me like shows her thought process through all of that is like, I'm the victim here. You're not all victims. I'm the victim. But it's just like, it really like, it really was, it was shitty. It was shitty. And that was not a good move because like she could have addressed it and taken accountability. Well, the thing is, even if she happens to be right, let's say, let's say perfect world, her powders are harmless like on their own, but maybe people do have some sort of unclear allergy to them. Let's say she likes to talk about how she talked about on our episode, how she's a very spiritual person, how she cares so much about other people. She got into the field of nutrition because she wanted to help people and save the world. Whereas she used that word. If that's how you think, and you're such a godly person and you invoke God a lot, you know, you would think that even if you weren't sure that it was your fault, or you really believe that it wasn't, you would still care enough about human beings who you're proselytizing to, to, to help them. And right. to not make it about yourself. If you're really this spiritual godly person that you advertise yourself as. Right. And that was a lot about what she talked about in, in our interview. Okay. So what people haven't heard really was like, so before the interview, she, we sat down and I, the reason how I like even kind of heard about her, I mean, I've, heard, I've obviously heard of F Factor. I bought the book with my own money all before any of this went down. I read the book. I did the diet. I had the GG crackers. I did the whole thing. My dietitian at the time now works for F Factor. I don't know if I've said that. She went to work there after you interviewed Tanya. Yeah. yeah. After we interviewed her, it was just like a, a crazy kind of coincidence-ish before when we sat down, like, I was like, this is going to be like, just kind of a conversation, you know, like, I'm not going to stick exactly to these questions that people submitted. Um, I want to learn about the diet and also just like have, a, and, and I was like explaining, like, I, I went to a UJA event um, the other night because I was invited by my trainer and friend, Matt, who was speaking on the panel with you. And so I at, when I was there, I was there with Rusty and all these girls came up to me like, oh, we listen to Diet Start Tomorrow. I love you. Um, I'm like, oh, who are you here to hear? Because there was also like the CEO of one of, one of the juice places um, and some other girl from that founded like some acupuncture company. Um, I'm like, who are you here to listen? She's like, Tanya, Tanya. Everyone was like, I, I, I want to hear about F Factor. I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, maybe our audience is kind of really blend and maybe this is a great opportunity for her to like have an interview. I knew she had a diet. Like we've had like people who promote diets all the time, like Stephen Gundry. Remember I was on that fucking thing. <laughs> um, and we had her on. So yeah. So she comes on and I explain, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm like good friends with Matt who like talked to me. He was like, said good things about you, whatever. And she was like, Oh, so you have your trainer now and um, we'll get you on F factor and you'll be like feeling and looking what she either said, looking or feeling will be at your best. And this is right before we started. I was like, <clears throat> boundary, <laughs> like that hurtful. What, what, you're judging me sitting here that I'm not at my best. You don't know me. Right. How do you know? Do we listen to this podcast? So that like kind of felt like a little bit. I also felt prepared for that kind of comment. I was like, this woman is going to judge me for something because I know kind of, I feel that she might be judging me. But I was like, I'm going to let it slide. 
that's it. Let's just get, you know, be professional. And then after the interview, she kept me in the podcast room. For, and when I say kept, I kept trying to close the conversation. She had two of her employees sitting there. I kept trying to end the conversation, but our, our mics were still on. Like she didn't say, turn them off. Um, we obviously didn't publish it because that's the wrong thing to do. But she kept going on and on and accusing me that this episode was like targeted at her, right? That's what yes. she said. You used to listen to it. So, so I've, li- I've now listened to this conversation yeah. also twice because you can hear in that part of the recording, Eileen says, well, you know, the close out to the episode. And then one, like there was no time for a producer to come in, turn it off. No. Like she just starts going, like she starts basically being like, I didn't really feel that those questions were fair. Why didn't you ask me like why fiber? That, why didn't you? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And I was, and, and I, and I she's was like, like, it sounds like someone was really coming after me specifically. And I, and I was, I had my paper of questions, which had all the questions. And I was like, a lot of these were submitted by people. We rounded them together. We, um, and I was like, here's the thing. Like not everybody gets to interview you. So I'm getting, giving a voice to those who don't have access to you. And she was like, I understand. And then she like pulls back and she's like, I understand, blah, blah, blah. But then she kept going and then telling me about her, like her, like big, um, convention that she had where everybody laughed and cried for hours together. And she like offered me, I was like, remember at the end, she said that she's, she's going to offer me services. I was like, to, I was like, Oh, like you want to the education. She's like, I'll give you the education. education. I was like, Oh, so you you want, and I asked her, I was like, so you're offering to work with me personally as my dietitian, something like that. I don't know. And and she was like, no, no, I don't see clients anymore. I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) She, it was very, it was very interesting because there, and this is what I find when, you know, you see her responses in the, in the times or in business insider. And, you know, I still hope she comes on this podcast. Like I would love, you know, she can say it here. Like, you know, we've had her before. She's a, she, you know, calls herself a wellness professional. So, you know, this is a space where she could come and talk about you know, answer some of these questions, but I find that she just is very deflective of everything. Like even, even in your conversation with her, she was like, when someone says that it's restrictive, that shows that they don't know my brand. That's not me at all. They don't follow me. They haven't read my book. It's like, but what about all the people who say they have read the book and they, I read the book. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, it is restrictive. It is. But why can't you just say that? Well, because she, because, and this, happened when you asked like what do I get in an Italian restaurant and <laughs> and she said like you know salad Diablo and and salad and a minestrone soup and like th- two to three glasses of wine she and you said like what and she was like vegetables are a free food and you're like well what about people who want like who don't just want to eat vegetables like and she says like the three bite rule it's like okay, well, what about that is not restrictive when you're saying you can only have three bites ever of white flour processed carbs? Like that's the most you can ever have. Like I I don't, and she said maybe your audience has like a problem with, has doesn't have a good relationship with food, but like that was the question you were trying to ask about like people uh, saying that it had, you know. In that, 
she could have said like, if people have like disordered relationships with food, I wouldn't recommend doing this diet. Like that would have been a great answer. I think from my perspective, I'd be like, okay, fair. That's way to own something, you know? Right. She wants to have it all the ways. She wants it to be a lifestyle and not restrictive. And you don't need the powders and you have whole foods, but you can make muffins with the powders. You can have three bites of pasta, but you can't have real pasta. Like it's, she wants it to be everything, but you can't be all of the things. It would be one thing if she's like, yes, this is a weight loss method. And try that at your own risk. If you are not someone who can mentally handle a weight loss method that is expressly mentioned for weight loss, uh, maybe this isn't the place for you. Yeah. And she's going to say, well, that's in the book. (laughs) Um, right. Yeah. And also like the cherry picking of like, there's a, we're in a fiber deficit or like that everything, everybody's overeat, you know, like, and then correlating that to fiber consumption. Right. Whatever. I mean, I just, I think sometimes, I mean, I, as you know, I have been very, so I mean, I didn't do the interview because I was on vacation, but I also asked that you interview her while I was on vacation. Um, if you remember, because I don't know, I just had bad vibes about the whole thing. And then you had that experience and the bad vibes continued. And then I don't know. I just, I felt upset. I felt upset also because afterwards I get DMs about like people saying that she's talking about me on her live. And I'm like, yes. how is this, how is this professional? Yeah, also, she like, said it was that you were on a, you, yeah. You've never heard anybody ask you about disordered eating in your whole, all of the years that you've been a registered dietitian, especially during a time that, that uh, promoted like really the Kate Moss era. Like if you look back at all those like old marketing posts about being thin and shutting your mouth, like that was a time when that happened. Like we, that was a, that at that time that that was normal, but you've never heard anybody talk about disordered eating with a restrictive diet like no and she no just one? she just wrote it off as like oh this woman was uneducated she doesn't know me she doesn't know my diet she was attacking me and like i mean it is so unprofessional that's what that's what i will say i will say that we've interviewed many people in the health field in different areas many dietitians at this point and i've never had such an i, I don't think you have either like i don't think we've ever experienced across any of the podcasts we do that type of experience with a guest where they went publicly and and spoke about the questions that weren't even that bad just my opinion like and went publicly I barely and spoke, spoke. <laughs> yeah you, you I barely, barely spoke. spoke when you asked me while i was away to listen to it i was like what is she talking about like this is not bad at all and then i someone told me she was talking about you on her live and i like was like, oh my God, like Alien's going to be really nervous. Like, I didn't even know what to tell you. But no, I, yeah, wasn't, was, I wasn't upset that she was talking about me at that point after sitting there in that podcast room for 30, whatever long, 40 minutes. It's 29 hearing, minutes. 29, like 29, 40. To, to, to hear, I wasn't surprised. I was like, all right, like we don't, she, she, she physically tried to reach over to look at my question sheet and I moved it over. <laughs> I was like, yeah. no. These are my, like, what do you do? You're accusing me of coming at, like, I had some vendetta. No, I had no vendetta. I asked you to come on because I saw you at UJA and I thought this was going to be, but I also don't believe in, like, fluff pieces. 
um, to promote somebody's product that, you know what I mean? It, I wasn't like, I don't do like these, like, please. And why fiber? Like, I know why fiber. I know yeah. why fiber. No, I'm no one's doubting. Here's the thing. <laughs> no one doubts that fiber is great. We're not here to debate the merits of fiber. Maybe we're here to debate whether there's a healthy upper limit of fiber that someone should be consuming because that is a question for the scientists, not us. Right. But Or the dietitians. Or the dietitians. Right. But <laughs> for research, for like peer-reviewed research should be what determines whether too much fiber is okay. Like it's not on us. It's not on Tanya Zuckerbrot who's not running scientific empirical studies on this question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's but, just, so it was so one of the most remarkable experiences that we've ever had. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests. Pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Ever since that interview, I have been following F-Factor, not the diet, the culture 
with interest because something to me just, I don't know. I found, I felt myself intrigued by it. So I started, I actually don't follow F Factor or Tanya personally, but I was looking, I was checking the stories. I was looking at the recipes. I watched many lives and I also started looking at like some of her like ambassadors. Like I followed Fabulous Fiber. I was looking at what they were all eating. I just wanted to like see what this, because I'd heard a lot about it at this point. And I even have a friend who did the diet earlier this year. And she said basically that like, she talks a lot about like the community element and the social media element. And that the way that my friend felt that she was tricked into feeling that it was like a lifestyle for real is the social media community, is that there's all these people tagging Tanya and showing what they eat in a day and showing like their calculation of the the net carbs and like showing what cookies they made and their muffins that they made with the powder. And watching that unfold, it was so easy to see how people could be like fooled and how Tanya could not believe that she ever needed to be accountable. Because like she would post day after day like have three shrimp for women for dinner and on top of your salad and like, but three ounces is three shrimp. Regardless, the, what I was observing over watching these stories was, was a glorification of eating less or eating completely processed fake foods made with the powders. And it's glorified in the sense that the message that's not said is if you do do that, um, you get to have a life like Tanya's. You're part of the club. You're part of the club. And I feel like, okay, that is in terms of like marketing and community building, like that works. Um, but the, the issue lies in the sense of what are you marketing and community building around? And that becomes, you get into this territory of, of old school thinking, um, like, that intentions bracelet that I, that I saw that she actually sent us in the care package the next day. Um, the, the intentions bracelet, like, like I, I, when I read that, when I saw it posted and it like, I cried, like I felt like I cried because not, I didn't feel like I cried. I cried because it was, I just felt sad for like a former self who would be just sucked into it. And I would like to read it. I would like, should we read it or is it triggering? I think it's triggering. I'm not going to read it. No, the the description of the intentions bracelet or the old description of what it is. And basically it reminds people of a time that was like, it's just a dark kind of, even just the description reminded me of like the, the shut your mouth if you want to be thin um, glue your mouth shut. Like I've heard my mom say that. I've heard my mom, like it's, it's an old school thought process. And, um, it's reflective of a time when thin, when being thin was all that, like really kind of women, (laughs) um, aspired to be like, and we've said this many times, it's sort of like a way to kind of suppress women. Yeah. Um, It's a distraction. It's a distraction. All you're worrying about is every bite you put into your mouth and like when you're going to make your next like fiber pancakes, like you, all that time, that time is the the only thing that we all have the same amounts of or not like literally in our lives, but like the resource is the same for everyone. There's 24 hours. If you spend your hours researching recipes, how to make yourself thin, weighing yourself, then devoting your time to your workout and then your skincare routine because you can't age. Those are hours that you're not 
leaning into your skills, your creativity, owning a business, making money, researching stocks you could fucking buy to make more money, like taking care of your children, taking care of your family, building your relationship with family or friends. That they're all the things that matter in life. It takes you away from those things. Yeah. And so this community is around that. That. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I was just, I saw that, I saw that post and it really, really upset me. And um, everybody here knows I'm not like, or I definitely wasn't at that time, like the strongest when it comes to like, I'm very susceptible. Like I think that like my, my aura is porous. (laughs) Um, I'm very susceptible to like things that I hear um, sometimes gullible, like tell me a dumb joke and I'll believe you. I just, I was, and I, and I just felt so sad and I'm very, very proud of the fact that I'm much stronger now. Um, as you can tell by my non-scale win from last episode, but I'm much, I just, I felt so sad for a former self that, and, or for all the girls who read that and believes it. And I don't know. I just wish that they would just take some fucking accountability Um, I, I just, I've, I feel, I feel like this is like intense for us also, because there's like a lot of people that we know that circles that whole community, like a lot of people, like I happen to know the girl who came out on the business insider thing, like sort of, I I mean, my, like I said, dietitian, what is now working for her? I just feel like there's, and I didn't ask for this. And it's just like, we were circling the same fucking drain. And I just, I just want someone just to pull us out. I want her to just have some accountability and just say sorry for something. Yeah. I mean, I've been tuned into this, like my honeymoon and not, (laughs) and I'm not like mad that I'm tuned into it because like, like I told you, like I sort of developed this as like a little bit of like a personal interest like a few months ago. And I've been following it because like, I don't know, there was something that just felt so, I don't know, like something about it to me that like, I need, I'm pulled into it, not to do it, but to observe it. And like, it almost is like a little therapeutic for me to watch, to see in contrast to the way I think now, but also triggering at the same time. Um, But yeah, watching this unfold has been, very eye-opening. It is in some ways, I think hopefully going to be healing experience for me. And I hope that like we can be there for some of the people whose eyes have been opened. Like I even, like I said, like I have a friend who said, who earlier this year told me, she's like, F actors working for me. I have no problems with it. I like it. Cause I was saying like, I had my doubts about it to her. And literally this morning she said to me, she's like, I can't believe the habits that this created in me. Like, she's like, I'm afraid of fruits. Yeah. By the way, yeah, I have a fear. I have a fear of fruit. Um, I do. Like, yeah, I don't from eat F- full bananas. I sometimes eat half a banana. Like, I don't, I'm like, what? I don't need all those calories of a banana. Can you imagine? Can you, do you know how many calories are in a banana? <laughs> so many carbs are in a banana? I don't yeah. know how to net, I don't know how to net those out. Like, fear of fruit <laughs> is doing, real- like. I would venture to guess there are a lot of listeners to this podcast that have fear of fruit because I feel like we were taught fruit's kind of like a waste of calories and carbs. And it's like, you might as well just eat frozen yogurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And let me just tell you, I got Froyo. I was in Roslyn and Rusty and I, we like saw a house and, um, 
we, I, he was like, you know, I'm tired. Like I have a long day. Let's get some froyo. I'm like yogurt and such. And so we, we went, I was so excited because I used to love it. And I got it and I was like, what topping am I going to get? And I got, I, I sat down and I like waited to watch a move, whatever. I ate my yogurt and I was like, this fucking doesn't taste good. It's, and yeah. it doesn't taste good. It tastes blah. Like there's no taste. I was like, thinking in my head I'm like there's zero taste here the vanilla and chocolate doesn't have any difference and what I'm eating this for is the um everything topping the that I got. everybody yeah. knows the everything topping from yogurt and shout out to Roz um and I, then afterwards my stomach was killing me killing me and I was right. like holy shit it was just funny to go back inside this like to do this Thing that I used to do and like really relish every like feel every moment be so excited about my froyo and just not feel anything about it anymore in fact feel negatively about it it was just a, such an unreal surreal experience also to be at home and to have that experience is, is just very weird and I felt good about it though like even though my stomach was fucking killing me I felt really good about it <laughs> um but either way guys we just wanted to have this also this chat because I feel like we never talked about that episode. So many people have like DM me. I just felt like I didn't want to just get into it because I'm like, I don't know. Like, so now that the, the, what's the point. Right. And now that there's so much has happened since then around the diet, Tanya, I just thought we'd like kind of talk about our thoughts about what's going on. Um, I really hope like the victim or the people who feel the victims who feel like, they were duped in any way, allegedly duped. I just hope they get some form of answer, justice. I don't know. They released the chocolate COA. <laughs> I like, hope I, – I don't know. <laughs> I think that like – okay, when you have a situation like this, it is really hard for the people who consider themselves victims. Like it is really hard to make like proper – like a rectification of a situation like this. And I don't know that there's something that Tanya can do that will ever necessarily change it. But I do think that for many people, this will be, have been a traumatic experience. And there is a such thing as post-traumatic growth, meaning that like, yes, this, a lot of people have, have suffered from this, whether it's F factor or diet in general, diet culture in general. Yes, there has been a lot of suffering, and I really hope that people get the help or the like support or whatever it is, feel closure or at peace with what happened, what they've experienced. But it is possible to grow from this and for there to be a, a, a better side from this, yeah. like a lesson, something. And I yeah. really hope that people can come to like, and I mean, everybody, again, we've talked about this so many times, like the beginning of our, of us recording this, we were diet people right and like now we've like tried to or have done a lot of work to start to not be diet people and i hope that that is a reflection of the times which i know it is but i hope that it continues to be um not the new york times the times <laughs> um and I hope that people, if they feel like they need kind of a support system or a community of support um, in healing, that they can come here for that because we're here to offer that. Yeah. And um, we're healing with you. Like, just like we were we dieting heal. with you. We, 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 we heal, heal with for you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, oh just like we were, just like when we started this, we were dieting with you, maybe not yep. you personally. 
now I think that we're healing with people. Yeah. Um, which is exciting. We were, we've even just as a secret, if you're a bonus episode listener, we've even considering change, changing the, consider changing the name. the name. So we're just trying to think about like how to, um, navigate that. And yeah, we're here. And we now, that my fucking wedding, now that my fucking wedding's over, um, Aileen, I need to tell you about the family platter that we ordered at the pool two days in a row. Do you want to hear what was on it? Is, is it a family platter for two? <laughs> no, it's for a family, but you know, our family is two right now. So it's for us. Um, the, the platter, we got it two days in a row cause it was so good, but now I think I've exhausted it. Okay. It comes with a lobster roll, oh. a hot dog, a double cheeseburger <laughs> and, um, it was a grilled cheese and then fries. <laughs> does it cut like, how is it for multiple people? Are you supposed to just pick what you want or does it cut up? Uh, like you can pick what you want or you could cut it, but like, cause it's us, we just share. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's so that good. sounds so good. I, my stomach hurts. I, the first thing I need to tackle is like how, like tasting these foods feel so good, but eating them sometimes. Eating a lot so of bad. them because you want to keep eating them. It hurts. You're, yeah. So okay. we're healing for you. We're, with we you. heal for you and yeah. with you. And yeah, so feel free, email us, dst at betches.com. If you have a dear DST you want us to read on this episode, rate, review, subscribe. We love your reviews, especially in a time when after the Tanya interview, we had a lot of negative reviews all at once. Um, don't know where they came from. But anyway, you can DM us at Sammy at Aileen. Um, and at Dice Are Smart, obviously, pending name change. Let us know if you think that we should change the name also. Yeah. Um, and we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Dice Are Smart is hosted by Aileen Cooperman. And Sammy Fishbein. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Our podcast producers are Mike Coscarelli, Sean Kilby, and Carly Rice. And artwork is by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram and email your questions and non-scale wins to dst at betches.com. Betches.